Yo, what up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of House of J. This is your host with the most, Trey Dismute. And we are back again for another week, y'all. And we are doing, as I told you before, the third and final episode where we are going to be talking about excellent leadership, y'all. So you know that we are going to have to go in. I'm going to have to end this strong and really, really, really go forward and and, and just just go with my gut and my guidance, man, on this one. Because I feel like this is going to be really helpful for a lot of people who are really seeking um that potential that they have within them and that leadership that they are really called to. So if you have not, guys, go back and check out um, the other two episodes and see how it leads up to this and what the grand finale is going to be, man. And, and, and the best way that we're going to impart the wisdom that you need, not only within yourself but that you will be able to take something to impart in others and the way that you and the potential of leadership that you see inside them as well y'all so i'm gonna take a quick break i'm going to be right back stay tuned as we go through part three of excellent leadership y'all Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, everybody, welcome to another episode of House of J. This is your host with the most, Trey Dismute, and y'all, I'm just ready to jump into it. I'm so excited for part three of Excellent Leadership. This is going to be the last and final segment that we do of this, guys. And I just want to say how grateful I am for everybody who listened to the other two segments um, that I put together. I really hope it has been impactful and and um, giving you a lot of information and things to think about for those who have not listened to part one and part two please 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 go back make sure you listen to excellent leadership and excellent leadership part two it will really really bless you and and i pray that everybody will be able to gain something and really impart wisdom in the others in their circle of influence as well as they are listening now today Today, you know I got to close it out strong, y'all. And I have two more questions for you. Now, the first question, right, is am I giving it my best? Am I giving it my best? And what I mean by that is in your role of leadership, in your role of influence, are you giving 120% every day that you wake up, every day that you're in, put in position to be a leader, to guide somebody, to be in a role that you are taking a place of the leader? Or are you getting up and giving 80%, 70% saying it's just enough or doing barely enough just to get by? Or are you going above and beyond in all and everything that you do? The Bible tells us that as We go forward with the things that we do, that we make sure that we do everything with excellence as if we were working for the Lord. So there is no excuse of of 
of, oh, I don't like this job or I'm not too fond of this relationship anymore or I don't really, you know, my, my kids, they're bad or whatever. I don't want to deal with them. Every time I try, they're not, they not doing. No, 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 no. You have to step up and do everything that you do as if you're working for the Lord Almighty himself because you are as a representative of him, as a agent of change in his kingdom and in his realm. You are the PR agent that is representing him and illuminating the light on the world to be the example that he has called you to be. And he requires you to give your very best because he has gave you the potential to accomplish all things through his strength. And I want you to think about it. Like if if someone comes over for dinner, right? You don't you don't start pulling like leftovers out of your fridge. You go all out to give them your absolute best, right? So God God gave us his very best when he sent his son Jesus to the cross. And God calls us to give our best to him as well. Each and every day and everything we do, no excuse, no good reason about why we're not giving our best each time that we're doing what we're doing. I give my best when I do this podcast. I put together my knowledge, my wisdom, and my notes and the things that I have acquired and and come to the realization of through my experience and and the guidance that I have received from everybody else in my life. I, I put it together and I do my best when I come and I try to do my best in everything that comes ahead of me and comes before me because not only is it pleasing to myself and the people around me, but it's pleasing to God when we give all that we can and all that he's created us to be. You know, I I once heard a football player say that the separation is in the preparation. And and he was describing why his team was winning because they prepared the best they could for each game. And what set them apart from other teams, it wasn't their facilities where they were training at. It wasn't their skill, but it was the preparation that they had before each and every game. The practices that they have a countless hours, the, the regimen that they put together, the routines that were continuously followed each and every day as they move forward to become a great team in the industry. And when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about about our groups and the teams that we're in and the organizations and everything that we're a part of and understanding that as I was listening to this team and I was listening to how he describes them and the preparation that they have to put in place to become as great as they are, I realized that the same is true for each and every one of us. Listen, the, the, like, the separation between good and great organizations is the preparation people are willing to put in and 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 into doing the absolute best that they can do. So it it all requires teamwork. It all requires coming to a place where we're all on one accord, where we're all in agreement that we are all going to do our very best. Nobody's going to be slacking or lacking anything that we can't use to further the organization. And 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 organizations or I'm sorry, organizations that anticipate like great things, they they prepare for greater things. So you have to have that level of anticipation of we can do better than this. 
We can be greater than this. We can move forward from this. We can become all that we were created to be and we can take it to a new level or a new platform because we have the potential and the strength inside of us if we just draw it out of us and stop leaning on our own understanding and lead on the very understanding of the God Almighty that has been placed before us. Like, if you think about it, like like sitting around and wanting something great for yourself or or your company or your church, it's, it's not a bad thing. In fact, it can be the fuel that sets the vision in your heart on fire. But let me tell you, many times it's, it's not a lack of vision that holds us back from achieving maximal potential, but rather it's our lack of execution in the very things that are placed before us. And we have to come to a place, right? Where we're executing each and everything that we're learning. We're executing each and everything that's been imparted into us that has been shown us that we are lacking in that area and we can apply it to become better and become greater in our leadership and in our teamwork. Like, if you think about it, there will never be a day where we don't have a next step to take in our walk with Jesus or in our role as leaders. We don't have to be perfect, but we should work hard and learn as much as we can and then trust God to make up the difference. Don't try to do everything yourself. Don't think you have to know everything. But we have to get to a place where where we're trusting on God and putting our faith in God that he will provide all that we need, that we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to know everything. We just have to have the passion and know that our potential Now, our potential to be great and move forward is going to be phenomenal if we lean on the understanding of God and his strength and strength alone. And we have got to come to a place where we 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 given our best and we expect people around us to give our best. But we got to come to a place that we stop putting fire up under uh, up under other people and not putting fire up under ourselves. Because as leaders, we get comfortable and we get in a place of telling people what to do, but not doing ourselves. And it comes to a place where, where you have to take responsibility for the things that you're not doing and why your team is falling or slacking in the certain places that is lacking it. And you have to give special attention and appreciation for the things that, that they are doing. And recognize what's not being done. And as a leader, go forward and take responsibility for making sure that they're growing in that area and bringing out the maximum potential in each and every person, including ourselves. Like we as leaders, we we cannot effectively lead people long term if we are not dedicated to increasing our leadership capacity. As long as we're learning, then we're growing. And when we stop growing as a leader, then you begin dying as one. And anything that stops moving, stops growing, stops becoming better, stops learning is going to die. And that includes you. That includes your mind. That includes your relationship with your wife or your husband, your family, your kids, your job, whatever it is, your organizational infrastructure, whatever you have put together. If you do not increase your learning capacity each and every day and your leadership capacity and you're not growing as a leader, 
then you will begin dying as one. So I want you to ask yourself, are you honestly and sincerely giving your best effort in what the Lord has called you to lead? And if you're not, ask yourself why. Why do you have justifications for why you're not giving your best? Why do you have reason for why things aren't going the way that they should go? Why do you have reasons about why your leadership skills are not effective and why is there justification behind it and not action being taken each and every day to make it better? And then what steps are you taking to increase your own knowledge and leadership capacity? Because each and every day you should be growing, you should be learning, you should be becoming better as a leader and as a, a, a agent of change in the kingdom that God has put together. And then the second question I want you to ask yourself is, am I surrounding myself with the right people? And, and I had to think about this question as well, because it reminded me after I, I read through Acts, the book of Acts again, and the, and it shows you that the first churches, right, they were started by a bunch of common men and women who love Jesus and love seeing people meet Jesus. So they, they weren't these just miraculous special people, but their success wasn't based on their position or their training. They didn't have it. But their success was based on their passion and the very thing that was put inside of them. They all came on common ground and on one accord and their passion were aligned with each other. And that's how they became successful in all that they were doing for Christ. And their attitudes became contagious. And I want to let each and every one of you know your attitudes and the things that you're bringing into your workplaces, the things that you're bringing in your organizations, in your meetings, in your circle of influence, your attitudes are contagious. So ask yourself, is your attitude conducive to the atmosphere that you're in and is it helping improve the people around you or are you continuously bringing them down? Like one thing I love, right, about the teams, because I serve on multiple teams. So the teams that I serve with is that being around them and discussing like church ministry and, and just life in general, it stirs my passion for what I do. And it's what I mean by that is it stirs my passion in a way where it, it, it elevates me and it encourages me to keep doing what I'm doing, whether it's intentional or unintentional. When I have conversations with people, they, they tell me the things going on in their life, their struggles, the challenges, and the things they're going on with. And it encourages me to touch on these points when somebody's lacking in leadership or somebody can't understand where the disconnect is between their team and them and why it is that they can't bring everything that they vision and see to the forefront of their very mind and bring it to existence by being everything that they were called and created to be. So it stirs my passion and it encouraged me to move forward and be all that I can be. But like, if, if you read through the book of Acts, right? Paul had a team of people who, who worked with him to, to try and accomplish a vision that was larger than he ever could imagine. And Paul was a great leader. And let me tell you something. Any great leader knows that you cannot persevere without great people. You can't. It won't, it won't work. You won't have the stamina to keep it up, to keep moving forward, and to be everything that you are created to be. Listen, an excellent leader will 
always persevere because they're not trying to do what they're doing alone. They've built a team with people who understand that they're valued. Their opinions are not only welcome but necessary, and the goal is the advancement of the organization. It's not the attention of the individual. So your leadership is not about you. Your leadership is not on you or your feelings or or your situations and circumstances or the things you're going through. Your leadership is to help guide people, to help push them forward, to help them shine and be all that they were created to be in the name of the Lord. People, People need help. And as a leader, you are placed in a position to help people. You're placed in a position to encourage people, to guide people, to help people be drawn towards the light and towards the love that our, our, our Lord Jesus Christ has put in each and every one of our hearts and our minds. And our purpose in this world is to be the example, to be the salt and the light. Jesus tells us that we were sent here to do the things that he has done and greater. So there is no excuse for not being able to implement all that he has put in place for us. You... Listen, you you know that you have the right team when you don't just love the work you do, but you love the people that you do the work with. You have to you have to like the if you if you're liking the people that you're around, you're spending time with, you're working with, y'all getting things done. It's most likely because you're like minded and you're working towards the same goal. Right. You know, you have the right team when when problems don't belong to, quote unquote, me, but rather they belong to we as a team. Because it's not about you. It's about the team and the teamwork that has to come together to solve the problems of the organization. Now, you know you have the right team when the people you lead, right, they love you and the organization too much to allow team members to make a ridiculous decision that may deface the organization or cause it to backtrack or move too many steps back and, 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 and not accelerate or move the organization forward. Because it's important to build the right team. It's important to have the right team around you and to get in a place where you feel safe and secure in the people around you, knowing that they're like-minded and on one accord with everything that you have put in place. Listen, the right team will refuse to allow personal preferences to dictate like their decisions and they'll embrace those uncomfortable conversations that you have to have. They will embrace them because they know it is only for the advancement of the team, the organization and the the infrastructure that has been put in place to become something greater. And those uncomfortable conversations are necessary from time to time. Like the, the, the right the right team will bring people in when making a decision that directly impacts their area. And understanding that that this does not slow down the process, but it speeds it up because people are way more likely to buy into a decision when they've had input. Like when when they're a part of it, when they're truly a part of it and they feel like they're a part of it, they're part of a team, they're part of an organization that has some some organ, some organization. 
that has some strength behind it, that has a purpose and a vision behind it, then people are more susceptible and more likely to to buy into it and to be a part of something that they feel that they have been convinced of the vision as well. And that they are a vital part of the team and that they're, that they're valid in the choices that you're making in the organization. And I want you to ask yourself, do now, do you have the right people around you? Ask yourself that. After you've heard everything you've heard, ask yourself, do you have the right people around you? And do you have people who would stick with you no matter what the circumstances? Where they're not just backing out just because... They're not comfortable or things aren't going right or or they their feelings aren't being considered or what no no no. They have to get to a place where no matter what, they make a conscious and deliberate decision to stick with you no matter what the circumstances are. And also on the other side, I want you to ask yourself: is there anything about your attitude that you don't want to pass to your team? Are you coming? in with a good attitude each and every day are you stepping up to the plate with the attitude that you are ready to deliver you're ready to work as a team and whatever problem comes your way that you are going to come together and be all that you were created to be and it's it's tuesday still the beginning of the week so let me just ask you this what steps can you take this week to set the tone for the people that you lead What can you do differently than you did last week? What can you do better? What can you improve on? What can you become and and, and recognize that you need to improve on or become better at? And like, listen, y'all, leadership is not about a title or a designation. It's about impact, influence and inspiration. And, and 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 listen, impact involves getting results and, and influence is about spreading the passion that you have for your work. And your whole goal is to keep your passion and inspire the people around you. Because ultimately, leadership is not about like glorious crowning acts right it's so it's about keeping your team focused on a goal and motivated to do their best to achieve it especially when the stakes are high and the consequences really matter for for not being a team so it's about laying the groundwork for other success it's not about you and what you can get for it, but it's about laying that groundwork for the people around you and your team's success and then just standing back and letting them shine. You have to let them shine. And recognize that your team is there to build the very thing that has been put in place. It doesn't matter if it's for ministry, if it's for a job, if it's for uh, nonprofit work, whatever the case may be. Your team is your most important and vital asset to becoming a better leader in your life, in your family, and everything that surrounds you. I love each and every one of you guys. Yo, I have to tell you, man, it has been phenomenal, man, like being able to 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 have like certain people write me and and reading reading the comments and going through my anchor messages and the voice messages that I'm getting and uh the text messages and all the people who uh 
hit me up on my Twitter. Guys, if you do not have my Twitter, go ahead and hit me up at twitter.com backslash the house of J number one. And again, that's twitter.com backslash the house of J and the number one. And go ahead, show me some love. Give me some feedback. Tell me what you think about this uh, mini, I guess, leadership series, this three-part leadership um, segments that I have done. Um, I, I've had a lot of fun with it. I've gotten a lot of uh, um, insight. I've gotten to do a lot of great research and really dig into the very depths of my mind, man, and 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 just come to the realization of of how important leadership is and how it is is so important and prevalent for people to know these things especially when you're in a role of leadership that you may have never been in before and you're trying to find the disconnect between you and your team members i'm telling you guys if you listen to these things and apply them It will change some things if you let it. If you haven't heard the first two episodes, go back and listen to them. Excellent Leadership and Excellent Leadership Part 2. They're um, right before this episode, guys. And I really was able to pour my heart out and give out some great information. Um, I I pray, Father, that, that everybody have a fantastic day and a fantastic week. Um, I want you guys to enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you next time on the house of J peace.